And welcome back to Insemination, the podcast that is all things donor-conceived. My name is Laura High, your chaotic sperm donor baby of the podcast world. I'm really excited for this episode. I know I say that every time, but I really am, because we have an insemination first. Rachel is coming back, our double donor-conceived interviewee, and they brought along with them their sister. I am so excited to have them both here. This episode was such a treat. We ended up filming for three hours, so this is a two-parter episode. But one of the nicest things about this episode was we just hung out and talked and talked all things donor conceived, the ins and outs. We had me too moments. We had, oh my God, I feel this way too. And the entire time that we were doing this, I was just sort of imagining all of the donor conceived people kind of coming together and hanging out as a group and having community. So if you're donor conceived, just please know that I imagined you sitting there with us and hanging out too. And I don't want to take up any more time. All I want to say is please like and share, rate this podcast because apparently that kind of crap helps. Uh, also, I have stand-up shows coming up. Please check my Instagram at Laura High Five. My website www.laurahighfive.com also has my list of shows. I need to update that. Uh, but yeah, let's just get to the episode so that you can come and join us and we can all have fun together. And welcome to the podcast, Rachel and Alex. We have an insemination first. Rachel has come back yeah. and brought along their sister. One of them. One of them. <laughs> How many do you have again? <laughs> um... Depends on how you count. That is true, because we, we would like to remind everyone that Rachel is double donor conceived. What, mm-hmm. what was your DDCP, double donor conceived person? Yeah. Uh, my gosh. Yeah. No, the alcohol is not going to help with that. No, no. Um, I already mumble, and I'm like, everyone in the last one is like DT, and I'm like, I mumbled. I'm like DDCP. And which of your double donor conceived side is Alex from? Eggside. Eggside! Yay! So we got the full set. That's what I was, like, so excited about. And I'm like, we got the three of us together. I'm like, we got sperm, egg, both. Oh, my God. Yeah, we, we are a spectrum. complete we set. We are a complete set. We are. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at us. So I'm like, these are the reps. Perfect for, like, a, your holiday. Get yeah. everything together. Yeah. Just okay. a little gift package. <laughs> 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 an ad- a gift set. <laughs> an advent calendar. <laughs> oh, we should put together a donor-conceived oh, advent God. calendar of all of, like, the triggers you could have. Exactly. I mean, look, I if, we get, if we do Hanukkah, we only need eight. But, yeah. like, I say, why not go for the, what is it, 25? 24. 24. Yeah. yeah, I feel like more of it's a bingo card. That way it can yeah. be like full because yeah. it's like you know you have your donor conceived bingo card. Like mm-hmm. who today told you to be grateful? And there we go. <laughs> I got that today. You got that Literally. today? Yeah. Have, yeah. What? My, mm, I'm not bad nothing. My partner. I was talking to him. I was like, I texted you. I was like, I'm in my feels because just like the holidays and family. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like weird that you know like I'm having some things with the sperm clinic. And he's like, but you should feel so grateful. I'm like, I feel fragile. He's like, you feel, he's like, you should feel, not like should, he's like, but you're cared for and loved and all these things. I'm like, yeah, but I still feel weird. You know, I still feel fragile and sort of broken about this whole thing. Yeah, hot tip for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's I know it's out of a good intention, yeah. and, like, people are... I, I should say, sometimes it's with a good intention, because there are donor-conceived people whose, like, recipient parents are like, you should be grateful! Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, that's not a good intention. Yeah. But um, a lot of people say it to us out of a good intention of, like, no, but I'm trying to make you feel good! Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, just no. Just no. stay away from it. It's bad. It's just... it's. Mm-hmm. There's there's no way to shine that shit. <clears throat> yeah. 
No. Yeah, and it, it, no matter what the intention is behind it. Like, mm-hmm. if we do, if there are donor-conceived people who do feel grateful and that mm-hmm. genuinely comes from a genuine place, that's awesome. But, yeah. like, let them get to that on their own if that is what is correct for them. Yeah. It's also like there's not one answer of how you should feel about right. being donor-conceived. Well, being donor-conceived is complicated. Like, yeah. it's a very complex feeling because it's like you you lo- it, 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of of um I'm feeling a lot of things all at once. Mm-hmm. That what did I just describe it as? I was like I feel like it's an unprecedented tsunami. Mm. That's need, a yeah. emotion. To, do you need me to get closer? I need you I need you to love on the microphone a little bit more. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it not your type? <laughs> no, it's too small. <laughs> Size king over here. <laughs> Oh. I okay. To cut that out. No. All right. No, we're keeping that in. You will live with that. You are going to publicly live with that comment. I'm very happy with that. No. Take a drink to that. Take a drink. Gosh, All right. Geez. We we fucked up there. <laughs> Uh, for anybody who is uh, listening, um, uh, we are drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all we, over 21. We're all over 21. We're, we're all well legal. over 21. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm the youngest out of all you three. You are. Yeah. Because you're both I over. I am the I am the bebe. You are the bebe. I am under 30. <laughs> I'm like barely over 30. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. Sorry. I was born in the 90s. I am a 94 baby. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Drink your tea. It's an omelet. It's an omelet. That was rude. That was rude, Rachel. We all know that's an that's oat milk. It is oat milk. <laughs> it is oat milk for my lactose intolerance. Okay. Yeah, and you're gaining. Shut- <laughs> Okay, so just a little recre- recreation. Um, these 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 two were late. Um, it's not my fault. The it, bus is late. I I mean it's the MTA. No, and, it, and, it, and I I had to get in. So one thing that my genetic parent um and I have in common is that we both have said to each other, oh, I just have to move for at least an hour a day. Otherwise, I am insufferable to myself and others. And so I texted Rachel yesterday, and I was like, just heads up, like I have to do an hour on. The Peloton, mm-hmm. not sponsored content, but I'm like, I have to <laughs> Peloton, yeah. sponsor me if you want. Um, I have to do an hour on the Peloton mm-hmm. before we do this or else I will not be able to sit in somebody's basement and mm-hmm. have a nice conversation because I'm just going to be insufferable. Yep. And I was having a conversation with, with our genetic parent um, on the phone about a work thing. And she was like, I'm going to have to let you go because as you know better than anybody else, if I don't walk for at least an hour today, I'm going to be absolutely insufferable. And so it's getting dark here. And I was like, oh, that just, that hit, that hit. I just laugh. But yeah, so we were, we were yeah. late partially also because I had to, I had to fit in my workout. Yeah. But essentially you guys went and got coffee and asked yeah. me, do you want anything? And I was like, yes. I was like, I would love a lactose-free cappuccino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then how did the texting The go text, from? my phone's somewhere else. Well, the I texting, said, yeah. I was like, well... Oh, we were like, like, what do you mean by lactose-free? Do and you I want said, soy? Do you want oat? And Alex is like, well, oat, because she's queer. Well, I'm I like, said, isn't Laura queer? <laughs> yeah, she's like, isn't Laura queer? She's going to want oat. I'm like, I don't want to assume. She's like, that Laura's queer? I'm like, no, I know Laura's queer. I just don't know that all queer people like oat milk. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, fuck, I want oat. <laughs> I was like, this is the biggest stereotype. Like, <laughs> I take that stereotype and I run with it. I only have oat milk in my home. I don't I, have regular milk. I actually, my my secret is that I, I drink lactose milk sometimes. <sighs> I, and because, I think it's because genetically. You're but you're, are you yeah. not lactose intolerant? No. What the fuck? God 
damn it. I mean, wait, this is weird because I thought you, my I, twin drank milk all the time when we were growing up, and I don't like it, which I always thought was oh, interesting. I, love milk. I can't drink it. I don't know why. Like, I, can I have can't milk. drink I, I, Drinking milk plain, no matter what milk it yeah. is, I'm like, whoa, whoa. same. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I, I think, like, we all pounded milk as, like, at yeah. least, no. well, yes. as the elder here. <laughs> okay, I yeah. thought my, yeah. Did you have yeah. those ads? As the elder here. <laughs> uh, we, we, they pound, like, we drank milk as, like, that we was just. got milk ads in high school. Yeah. With, like, the mustache. Yeah, and you, I was like, you were supposed gross. to, like, drink lots of milk every day. And I now just I'm, ate cheese. <laughs> We uh, well, also, I mean, what was, I mean, my, my came home from school snack was I would take Tostitos mm. and I would, Tostitos, the taco chip, whatever. Yeah, Tostitos. Tostitos. Yeah. And I would melt shredded cheddar on it in the microwave mm. and that was like my creme de la creme. I love that. Snack. So white, I white people nachos. White that, people it was total nachos. white people nachos. White kid nachos. I, I'm sorry, but that, that to me is an elite. It grade is. school snack. It like is. that was I used to do that. And as then well. I would layer it. And so then I would have like the layer and I was like That's how you're supposed to do it. I only yes. learned about like layering nachos as an adult. I was like, you could do that. Cause every time you like get nachos, I'm like, you have a layer of cheese and then yeah. you just pull it and you're like, what the hell is yeah, this? Yeah, there's also then there's these like dry, dry chips. chips. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like yeah. it's like going to the movie theater yeah, and you're, you're like layer. <laughs> We it's it's the lasagna method, guys. Yes. Come on, we we, yeah. we got a lasagna. You the got nachos. a lasagna. The nachos. That's true. But yes, I I drink dairy milk. I think mm-hmm. I like my 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 raising mom. My mom, um, yeah. also like. She goes to a restaurant. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm putting her on blast here. She, she goes, is. Sorry, mom. I'm so sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. I'm, I'm airing your, your dirtiest Dirty secret right now. She will go to a restaurant and order a glass of milk. And I just look at her and I'm like, how? Because she's 100% Ashkenazi Jewish. How is she doing that? I don't. It's like a different. <laughs> it's a magic I mean, trick. It really is. And and then like. So she's not lactose intolerant. I, I guess not. I mean, like she. She. My my mom eats more dairy than anybody I know. Actually, wait, no, she totally is lactose intolerant because <laughs> at one no, at one point Did her you doctor just remember yes because at one point we had to switch to lactate milk for her, mm. and so now we just have these like I don't seem I don't go to my parents' house that often yeah. because I grew up here. They were we're in New York. I grew up here. They moved out of the city during the pandemic, like mm-hmm. a lot of folks, and so I don't go up and visit them very often. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I do. I, there's like the door, the fridge door mm-hmm. is filled with like half gallons of lactate. Hashtag not spawn. Not, yeah, again, not sponsored. Black. not sponsored by Peloton, not sponsored by lactate. Not sponsored. I will say, like, look, yo, lactate. I, I, I have become lactose intolerant in my, in my elder age. And, um, I, I will take that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are, we're drinking. Yes. Uh, because we need to recreate, because uh, these two came and saw a stand-up show of mine, mm-hmm. and then afterwards we went and drank, and we talked all things Donor Conceived, yep. and it was delightful, and I'm like, we're going to recreate this, just brunch style. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, but I I do think we need a Donor Conceived drinking game. Yes. Yes. So what is the Donor Conceived drinking game? <sighs> okay, definitely every time that you're told that you're a miracle... Like, every time you're called a miracle baby, even mm-hmm. though you're literally decades old, too. Mm-hmm. Anytime you yeah, refer sure. to as a... All up, baby. Everybody... All up, baby. Everyone calls us that. I'm like, we're 30. I know. I'm like, I'm just a little baby, but also I'm a full... <laughs> and I need to be baby. taken care of. I'm just a baby. But I'm also a full-grown adult. Yeah. Um. So anytime anybody refers to me as a baby... <laughs> no, yeah. Thank you. Drink. Yeah, drink to that. Okay. Uh, what what about in our tellings? Like what what? Because yeah. we have to make a drinking game that we'll, oh, we can God. work okay, for the podcast. Okay. 
So anytime anyone just thinks it's cool. I know mean, we talked about this last. I'm taking from the bingo card because I feel like there's a lot of similarities yeah. there. Like, where it's oh, like, that's so cool. Yeah. And I'm just like. Fascinating. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, anytime, anytime somebody asks if you're adopted. Because I'll tell this, I'll tell this story in full and they're like, wow, that's so cool that your parents adopted you. And I'm like, like, that's not, that's mm, not quite what I was saying. I mean, it's, Mm. it it, it is a half adoption and many, it it is, but it, it, but to call it an adoption is also not accurate because it's like the adoptee experience isn't that not of a donor conceit. Like there, we have crossover. We like, we high five. There's similarities. Um, Oh yeah. Like, I feel like we're on the same road, just different lanes. Yeah. 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 Or we're we're on different vehicles. Yes. And we're just like, oh, hey, how's your trauma today? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, mine's great. I have to replace the tires again. <laughs> Who told you to be grateful? Because that, that's when we all do mm-hmm. share with the adoptees. Yeah. Hashtag fuck grateful. Um, Good hashtag. Oh, that should be the merch. Hashtag fuck, fuck grateful. I'm telling you, dude. That's, I mean merch. No, I make it. Okay, I'm saying this now on the podcast. I have to I have to come up with this by the time this podcast comes out. I'm going to do it. Hashtag fuck grateful. Awesome. Okay, that's yeah. going to happen. Great. Yeah, fuck grateful. Fuck because grateful. I feel like that also that that can like go, go on. That covers it's like multiple facets. Yeah, multiple, yes, like multifaceted. Obviously, DCP. Yeah, adoptees. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people who could relate to that. Anyone really? Anyone I, be, really. I bet like people. I'm thinking about like like um, donor conception in the in the like uh, same universe of organ transplant so like I bet transplant recipients also Ooh. are just like we're so sick like yeah. I, have, I have some friends who have received like live tissue transplants and I'm sure that everybody's like wow that's so cool you should be so grateful and they're like cool I'm on immunosuppressants my entire life and so like life is pretty hard so maybe they also would be in that I feel like, like anytime like somebody <laughs> else tells you to be grateful it's just it's like that's just weird to mm-hmm. say it's so minimizing of of Your one's experience, experience. yeah, yeah. Anyone's it, experience. like, like no, that it's no, complex mm-hmm. and because like going through ongoing. like a like an organ donation obviously i'm not i've never received an organ donation but i would have to assume that comes with some trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> i would assume that is a traumatic experience yes i would assume the same i mm-hmm. I, I but like and i would never like imagine telling like this is so grateful and then so grateful. Yeah. And also knowing that you're 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 carrying somebody who passed away, like I'm assuming yeah. there's a lot of complexity. Mm-hmm. And but I but I do feel like us as humans always try and simplify things, and we always try and color things in a positive light because that makes it easier for us yeah. to digest. We, to digest, yeah. because God forbid we we sit thing we, we sit say things. sad stuff. We say sad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like we have to be happy about our experience. We have to be. I, well, that's another one. Yeah, you have for the to. drinking game. Like, that's another one. What, what, what is it? Uh, only be happy about your experiences. Like, why are you upset? You know, like, why are you angry? You're why here. Are you, you're yeah. alive. Would yeah. you rather not be here? How many times are you told that? <laughs> I've gotten that. I, I get that I'm all like, the time. I'm like, you don't want to talk to me about in my middle school years because I was so depressed. <laughs> For me, it was like my elementary school. Oh, that was for me my my rough time. Was mm. also high school was was rough in, yeah, in, too. in, in other ways. Yeah. Um. Uh, middle school, I. No, I mean, actually, mine was no, like. No, no, I told you I was like you know puberty. Time. I was like. Actually, I'm taking it back. Fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to just no. re-traumatize you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like every time I come on, I just make her sad. <laughs> no, you make me laugh. What are uh, you talking about? I love that. You. Are you 
kidding me? For mm-hmm. any, I, I, I mean, for any, for any of my my listeners who remember Rachel's episode, um, you know, and they're dead. <laughs> still funny. It's, it is still, still funny. funny. Yeah. But for anyone, uh, yes. Um, uh, just to catch everybody up in mm-hmm. case this is your first time listening, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel, um, when first learning about what, when, how old were you when you learned? I was like conceived? seven, six or seven, very and, young. And when you heard that you were donor conceived from donors, mm-hmm. you just automatically assumed that they were dead. Yeah, I was like, they donated before I was born, and then they just died because no one told me about them f- afterwards. So Which... I was like. In my little kid brain, I was like, no one told me about them. They no longer exist. They're dead. And I've never in my, like, I feel like in, like, in that two seconds of you telling me that, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, I am now bonded to this person. I fucking (laughs) love this. This makes my, like, I just, like, my little kid Mm -hmm. inside, I feel like gave your inner child a child, gave a hug, going just like, oh, my God, we're going to be friends. Yes. Yes. I I would have thought the same thing. I love inner child healing. I think that's a big thing about being donor conceived too, where you're just like you're fighting with your inner child sometimes. Where it's just mm-hmm. like I want my mom or I want my dad, and well, it's let's like talk about that. Oh, because I texted you this morning because like my inner child was sad. Well, because you're, yeah. you're having some feelings right I'm now. I'm having. I texted. I was like, I'm in my filios today. Your uh, filios. My filios. Your uh, filios. What What is the difference between feelings and filios? Does it come with Cheerios? It comes with Cheerios. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, I got a message last night. I'm talking to someone about finding out more about the clinic where my sperm donor's from mm-hmm. and potentially finding out more information about him and about, like, where he could have donated, like, how many families, like, more. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. And so I found that out. And I was, like, sitting on the train going home, and I was starting to, like, get emotional. And I was, like, I feel like my inner child is, like, this is really heavy. I want my mom. But I don't want my mom because my mom doesn't want to talk about this. But then the person who is my mom is my genetic mom, and I don't have that relationship with her. And so my inner child is like, I want my mom, but I don't know who that is. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, That's hard. Ooh. Yeah. I I feel like I felt a collective moment of donor-conceived people all getting the chills at that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about the irony that I want my mom, considering it's a problem, not a problem, like a thing with my sperm donor. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, parental figure, maternal figure, whatever. And then I support in a way that I feel like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so sicky, you know? It is, but it's, as we said, it's complicated. It's so complicated. And it is about diving into that complexity and being okay with that complexity Mm -hmm. and being like... And again, it's something where, like, I I talk to a lot of donor-conceived people where Mm -hmm. it's like, we are collectively, as a community, coming together for the very first time Mm -hmm. and really kind of going like, oh, you felt this? I felt that. You felt (gasps) that? And we're kind of all paving the way Mm -hmm. and sort of writing the books now about it. And we're we're all sort of, like, collectively comparing notes. Yes. It's so true. Yeah, I think that, like, one thing that when you were saying that, Mm -hmm. it's like what you're looking for is an elder person who is further down the road than you in that experience to say, like, it's going to be okay. We don't have that. And, like, yeah, because of the way that donor conception... (laughs) I'm only two years older than you. You're still older than me. All of my my, younger... Go fuck yourself. Yeah, all of my younger siblings... fuck yourself. Uh, Okay, I'm not dead yet. Unlike, you know, your don't you know I'm like the, I'm like the imaginary donors yeah. and they're dead. <laughs> so, no, so so I think that like that a lot of the times what and I think about I think about this as like a community that yeah. you know is 
a minority community, you know, a small community yeah. of people, yeah. it's hard to find each other. The people who we would look to maybe a generation ahead of us, two generations ahead of us, like our parents' age, don't know that they're donor conceived or there mm-hmm. just are fewer of them because yeah. of the the history of how this all went down. It's a newer technology. Yeah. Certainly, mm-hmm. like as an egg donor conceived person, I'm one of the first live births in the, you know, in the first couple of thousand live births yeah. in the U.S., um, when and did egg donor conception start? I want to say in the early mid 1980s was the first live mm-hmm. v- live birth via egg donor conception, and then mm-hmm. I was conceived in 91, born in 92, mm-hmm. and I think so. I I learned you, you are in the first batch. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And I I learned about the like origin story of how I was born because I was researching this academically, which is a whole can of worms that we can get <gasps> into. Oh, we're, 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 yeah, we're, we're going to get in there. Yes. No, but I want us to have like a few yeah. drinks in us yeah. before. I, guess, <laughs> I just love I, Alex's story. No, oh no, no, no. We, yeah. We're going to tell your story, yeah. but I, I want us to like, I want us to like be in the vibe of it. Yeah. 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 But yeah. but anyway, so I think that like you're looking to somebody to say like, I've been where you are and yeah. I'm years down the road and yeah. it's going to be okay. And yeah. there's so few opportunities to do that. I had the opportunity to do that with somebody, and I don't want to... Um, We're not calling them out. I won't call them out, but it's it's a donor-conceived person who has some level of notoriety, and I had the opportunity to meet this person, and it was really amazing because I got to tell them my story, and it was I was pretty early on in the process mm-hmm. of having met Rachel, having... Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I, I had just met... Yeah, I had met our genetic parent for the first time. Yes, I remember your like, time. barely. Yeah. And um, I met this person and I was talking about, I was like, you know, it's just kind of like an adjustment and it's weird and it's hard. I think it's really hard for my parents and I'm mm-hmm. having a hard time with the fact that it's hard for my parents. Mm-hmm. And I said, does it ever get easier and this person is like maybe like five years into knowing their oh. genetic parent mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, only recently after seeing my family, like my son and like my extended family, like our families hanging out, did I feel a sense of peace about this? Mm. And they were like, it takes time. So like be yeah. gracious and give yourself, mm-hmm. give yourself some time. Like all, you know, all these things do take time. And um, in recent months, like my youngest sibling who was raised by our genetic parent, so she's yeah. our half sister, um, actually like called my dad for professional advice and like my dad's like oh really ha- yeah. yeah I love that <laughs> I know yeah. and my dad's super generous and like loves like mm-hmm. chit-chatting with her and like I don't hear about that from my dad it's just like part of you know he's just like <laughs> I'm just give- he's like I love giving you the young peeps advice and <laughs> and so like our our youngest sibling will mm-hmm. like tell tell me that like she called my dad and it was, it was so helpful and then I'll, t- I'll be like hey dad did you have a conversation <laughs> with this person and he's like oh yeah like it's no big deal and I'm yeah. like okay so do they get lunch one time and you're like what oh, no they were supposed to get lunch and then my, my dad had to, had to cancel on her for a very big client and she mm. was like your dad cracks me up but um it was it just like is is cute yeah to like see and like the they, overlap and in the family tree just for people it's like hard to track for people who are not tracking this the, my my youngest sister and my father have no relation genetic relationship it just because you're talking about your egg donor conceived side yes so you are connected through the egg donor yes so not so they, so your younger sister is not genetically tied to your father. Correct. And you are tied genetically to your father. You are the so hinge. Your, your father is, to, to put it in donor-conceived terms, your father is your biological father. Your mom is your social mom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. To, um, mm-hmm. uh, okay. I know. It's uh, so cute. It's yeah. so cute. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to, like, sort of weaving in. Inca- and, and, we're and, still doing the Jeremy Barry. We're, we're still doing the Jeremy Barry. I'm all for Jeremy Barry. We are Jeremy. We are going to Jeremy. 
Jeremy Bear me the crap out of fucking this. <laughs> um, <laughs> every time you here's another one. Every time you try and explain your story to somebody, and you're just like, I don't even know where to start at this. Or point. they can't. They're they're, they're like, they're wait, like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, people are like, wait. Oh, anytime somebody asks if your parent is your real parent, because mm. I hate that. I like. Yeah, my my mom who raised me, like yeah. my my social mother, I don't even call her that because I'm yeah. like she's my mom. mom. She like and I know that that's like that's I we we actually had a really good conversation no, with I, I don't yeah. ever refer to like my dad as like my social dad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's God, like no. if I if I'm like in shorthand talking to donor conceived people, yeah. like sure just to make it quicker. Yeah. But like I I I agree. Yeah. I don't like referring to like my my father as like my real dad. Or like yeah, with right? a qual- like, I don't what's like a real dad. Well, I'm like qualifi- with yeah. a qualifier. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I like He's my dad. Right, He's exactly. Dad. Exactly. Yeah. And like my mom is my mom and it's so, it, to me it feels like so minimizing to be like my social mom and it's hard oh, yeah. when we're having a conversation that involves all of the players because yeah. we were actually talking to it is shorthand yeah, I, I yeah. in our in our in our in our um in our circles. Yeah. Uh but but also just to throw this out there, there I do know that there are donor conceived people who really do like the yes. qualifiers and it does make it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like totally also valid. legit. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. valid. I just personally it makes it makes me feel weird. Me too. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why it does, but it does for for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have you... to have a reason, right? Yeah, <laughs> you can just feel weird about it. <laughs> I mean, if we're like writing the book, right? Yeah. Then if we're writing the book, then we don't really need a reason. We're just like. I, I feel like the title of the book is whatever the fuck works for you. Yeah, like, it's like being donor sure. conceived. It's all valid. Being donor conceived, whatever the fuck, fuck you want. Uh, so Alex, <laughs> yes. I know. So yeah. I always have this conversation. What do you like to call? your donor genetic parent yeah. biological mm-hmm. like what's the question you, we talked about this because everybody refers to them differently yep. and i'm just curious and all again the 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 theme of the show is all is valid mm-hmm. yes what do you like to refer mm-hmm. so so i will say that like i think that the english like we have we had a conversation with with the donor our our, our donor. shared shared parent about yeah. this um because she had expressed that she's really uncomfortable being referred to as a mother by anybody besides her kids and stepkids. And I was like, that is so super valid. And like, and I all, and on the, and so I, she and I are very verbose writers. Mm -hmm. Um, She wrote us an essay. She wrote us an essay. Yeah, we both got scared. I was like, oh my God. What did I do? Yeah. And it was all, and oh, we, she was was fine. When when you came on my podcast last and then you got an, I got a little essay from her and she's like, here's some notes. I'm like, I really appreciate these no, it's just like things where it's like. Do we need to like edit? Should we right now take the moment to like uh, fix what you said on the last podcast? Oh, like, corrections corner. Corrections <laughs> corner. We can have a little corrections corner. It turns out that my mother's mother was not the one with alcoholism. It was my father's mother, and I did mix that up. Oh, that okay. was my bad. There were some other things where it's like there were things that she couldn't have known about when she donated. Got you know, it. Like okay. Her children having okay. things and it's like yeah her she couldn't it's more like i feel like this more points to updating your medical history yeah. with the clinics mm-hmm. because she was like yeah obviously you couldn't have known that when i donated and i'm like yeah but we still should have known this but we but uh, i'm like you're, you're getting to the point of we need to know this right but this also it goes it goes on the pile of yeah. this is why anonymity is unethical exactly, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just sort of like we sort of have i feel like we have two different piles of like this yeah. is why we need uh verification of medical he- histories and mm-hmm. this is why we need known donation yep and this is why anonymity get, needs to be banned i mean i feel like mm-hmm. uh i feel like the the pr- there's so many reasons why we need known donors, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like it's it, it's just it's a very wide berth. Yes. Yeah. Um. But and, and I do feel like and the follow up of medical history yeah. is always 
people don't realize because like I, I'm literally in the comment section of like one of my videos mm-hmm. and I have a lot of parents going like I have a 10 page document from my bank like we know more about our donor's medical history than most people probably know from a one night stand well and I'm like Okay. Well, for now, but like, like it's like you don't when know I was going to happen over time. Well, I'm like one, yeah. you don't know it's going to happen over time. Yeah. Also, no clinic in Cryobank has to verify the medical history. It's <laughs> nope. all self-reported. It's it all could hearsay. Be, it literally could all be lies, mm-hmm. and you have no idea. Or maybe all that is true, but there's another ten pages that they didn't include right. mm-hmm. that could include some. There's pretty so many shit. what ifs. There is, and people don't, and it's not a living document. And yeah. it's like when you were, and then there's also the money aspect, where it's like with a one night stand. I think we talked about this last time, where it's like, what's I'm not, their incentive to lie? Versus, what's their incentive yeah. to lie? But like with a donor, where it's like you're getting paid X amount of money, yeah. and then you're also potentially lying. Well, and on top of which, they're they're sort of dangling the check in front of you, going mm-hmm. like, Do you want do it? Do you want it? You yeah. have to have perfect genetics because we're based in eugenics and ableism. Blah, yep, blah, blah, yep, blah. yep. Uh, and so they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, my my family doesn't have that don't worry about yeah, it yeah like i got nothing i got nothing it's fine it's fine <laughs> i got nothing yeah yeah uh, and yeah. and and like yeah there is i think there's also like when i was listening to to your episode because mm-hmm. i knew that you had done the podcast you told me about it you mm-hmm. told me when it came out and and i, was I very like, excited yes and yeah. i knew that it was like for me gonna be like an experience to listen to a story that i am a side character in i mean it's yeah. a side character in you your... are a main character, <laughs> well, okay, I, main character. i'm the main character you are a main character what are you talking about i'm the main character in like our story yeah. of, of like being donor conceived but like you are like i'm a side character in like your whole donor double donor conceived person experience and like yeah. i'm my, i'm the star Which of my is own a story very particular I have so many exactly. now. i'm just like i feel like it's one of those things i mean i told you that I'm sort of jealous of your relationship with your parents because I'm like you were raised by one of your gen- you saw a genetic mirroring. Mm-hmm. I said this to you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not, I said to both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I talked to both of you about being donor conceived yeah. a lot. And so I was like you know you were raised with genetic mirroring. Yeah. The first time I got that was it's still 2023. So this year. Yeah. Like having your first genetic mirror. I mean I have a twin. He doesn't count the situation. But like an elder again like having mm-hmm. that having, maternal ha- yeah. paternal mirroring. That, Having that for the first time yeah. by 30, mm-hmm. I feel like is, I don't want to say abuse. I don't want to call it that. But I feel like it's something that a child shouldn't have to experience. I think that this specifically, and, and this is, I I, I can't, I, I believe we, we talked about this on the podcast. But yeah. you are in a very specific realm of donor conception mm-hmm. where I do think that what the, I would say, the psychology of what, like, adoptees go through Mm -hmm. is really going to speak to you way more. Because, yeah, no, your your experience... And and that... And then with them both also being anonymous... They're yeah. never gonna yeah. meet. Uh, we're like rehashing old stuff. And also, like embryo like, donation is another yeah. is another like road of uh, it's like yeah. a subset. There's there's so many different um. Kind and embryo of, donation is just exploding. I know. Right I now. saw. I was walking. Yeah. Um. I was walking on Third Avenue and I saw a ad for embryo donation. Oh? I saw. Yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is <laughs> this is a lot for mm-hmm. you know. I was like coming back from like getting coffee. I'm like, it's too early for this. Everyone <laughs> always asks me yeah. if I'm I'm in favor of embryo donation. And I, I sort of always say, like, by and large, mm-hmm. the adoptee and just the adoptee community and the mm-hmm. donor conceived community, I would say, again, not everybody, but I would say the majority has actively been like, fuck no to embryo donation. Because it uh-huh. creates, just say no. Adoptees. It, it, it creates adoptees. I was going to say, I feel like embryo donation is just adoption with extra steps. 
Well, it's adoption plus you get to grow the baby. You're growing your adopted but, baby. Yeah, you're growing an adoptee. You're growing is, an adopted baby. Well, that and, is what's happening. And, that is what I was. Sorry, I'm like sort of realizing no, no, this at but the same it is. time. You you were you were a grown adoptee. Yeah. The um and the the the, the difference and I'm and, and again um you know I, I wish we had like an adoptee right here. I know right we now. need the full. We really set. need, a, we full need set. an adoptee here. But I, the the difference is like. It didn't like it, it wasn't a. It wasn't made out of love. It, it, first of all, there 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 are differences. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you are well. The trauma of being given up. The isn't trauma, there. yes, the yeah. trauma yeah. Of, giving, of giving up is, yeah. is in there. We're all putting that in quotes. We're putting right. it in quotes. Yeah, but it's so. But I mean, I it is. It's so close. Yeah, it's and I again, do, we're passing each other on the highway. We're, we're passing, but I mean, but I feel like you're in a you're in a whole different lane. Like you're you're on the line. H O V. Yeah, yeah, you are on the literal line. <laughs> no, you you're are, driving on the median. Yeah, oh. of like the two. Yeah. <laughs> you're, oh no. Yeah, it's okay. It's like one of the it's one of the medians that's like free and clear, so you're not gonna crash. Thank but, you. You're um, describing my median. <laughs> but a big reason why, yeah. like, I especially don't like embryo adoption is sort yeah. of like also why it's exploded right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that has to do with um banning abortion. Mm. You're uh, kidding. I mean, am I shocked? No, I'm pissed. Well, because what ends up happening is if you. D- do if you do like um IVF yeah. in a state where abortion has been banned mm-hmm. and you create a bunch of embryos and you use one of those embryos to make a baby to make a to make a baby yeah. you're not allowed to dispose of those embryos shut up you're not allowed to dispose of why did i not think about that are you kidding me no so you either have to freeze them indefinitely or give them up for adoption which by the way is very expensive oh, like yeah. freezing obviously we we know that free, and yeah. people AFAB. Who are, yeah, yeah AFAB people know that freezing things and is so you're and so there's so that element of embryo adoption. Um, so if you are somebody who is pro-choice, mm-hmm. and you you really need to look into all of the aspects of embryo adoption. And but I think that that's a absolutely horrific place for a parent to be in. Yes. is we just spent this money to do IVF, mm-hmm. and now we have to make the decision of um, are we going to freeze indefinitely, mm-hmm. give up embryos, which are going to be our biological fucking children, mm-hmm. and then or, where's that going to go? Or we're going to spend money on a fucking compassionate transfer. Like, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's way, like, it, it's why when people always ask me, what do you think about embryo donation? I'm like, it's really problem and problematic but on top of which mm-hmm. on top of which there is so little studies done on donor conceived people especially yep. long term yeah. like Vir- virtually i mean like virtually not, right we've yeah. done studies that are on like babies to be like oh look they lived right and then my favorite is like or they've done studies on donor conceived people but they didn't actually talk to donor conceived people they talked to the recipient parents and the recipient parents were like oh yes they're fine yeah they're thriving um, they're great yeah. they're alive and like i so i i have a a research background like a science yeah. research background and what a nerd and yeah i'm a super super nerd we and so nerds. Yeah. We love yeah. nerds. <laughs> um so i yeah occasionally i'll like browse the literature for mm-hmm. for stuff about this and like yeah. i was actually told that my my case was so rare or like so i was such a miracle that the <laughs> you were out oh, drink <laughs> cheers cheers so I was such a miracle um, that, and for, I can get into like why that was, um, but that the the obstetrician who um, created me and delivered me actually wrote my case up in a scientific journal, and I have I have searched PubMed in every way I know how mm-hmm. um, to try to find that article, and I can't. And I, anyway, um, I would love to read it, mm-hmm. but 
Yeah, there's very little research being done on donor conceived adults, and it's like you I mean, mean not, like there's none. Almost, yeah, like, there's there's, I, there's very a, yeah. very minimal, um, uh, very very minimal research, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, embryo adoption is it is taking double donor conception, mm-hmm. which again we know nothing about. Nope. Like you like. There is minimal research getting done on donor conceived people. Yep. There is nothing None. on, do- on None. double donor. Double donor. Yeah. And we are essentially taking so we're taking adoption trauma, donor conception, mm-hmm. and we are and just blending it, it together all with zero research and just going like okay and therapy which which is wild to me because so again I mm-hmm. I have a public health background. So yeah. there's a notion called the precautionary principle in public health where it's like things have to be proven safe. You don't like take things to be safe and then be like well they're safe until they're proven not safe and that's how Mm -hmm. we do things like most medical procedures like yeah pharmaceuticals biologics Mm -hmm. that's how those things get through something like the fda Mm -hmm. and come to market we for whatever reason we have decided that that we don't have to do that for it's and like i'm sure that all of these procedures that are done like egg harvesting implantation ivf Mm -hmm. those procedures were proven to be safe for individuals right for the the donors and for the recipient parents which are like the patients but then you end up with a sentient human being at the end of it the product which Mm -hmm. again we're a blender drink Mm -hmm. drink to your product god damn it cheers um and you you get to you get to have at the end of it which is like unique in the medical industry because in no other procedure do you end up with like a sentient being afterward no this is this is Mm -hmm. something where um uh uh, Mel um, Bornico of USDCC mm, uh, yes. said that on her episode, which I felt like was very, very poignant, was saying there is no medical branch to compare this to. Nope. There right. is no other medical branch that profits off of the creation of sentient beings. Mm. There are plenty of, I mean, obviously medical branches profit off of saving, right. not creating. Yes. Right. Completely different. And Ooh, interesting. Right? Yeah. And so because of that, you can't, there is nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. People love to compare us to organ donation. I'm like, it's not the same it's not fucking the same. thing. Yeah, because you're creating. Well, you're- if I if I get a, a transplant, like a, a kidney transplant, a liver transplant, even like I think cornea transplants are like mm-hmm. kind of the gnarliest in terms of like you're getting parts of somebody's eyes and like eyes feel so individual. Mm-hmm. Like you have the, that person's cells in you, but you still have your own DNA. Like, yeah, you still have my, your sense of self. Right, like my half of my DNA came from somebody who you know who who donated i say donated in quotes also because like we all know that there's they a transaction yeah they were paid mm-hmm. there was a transactional component a big transactional component mm-hmm. and that's where like if you take any cell in my body half of those genes came from somebody who up until last year i had no idea who they were yep. and that's not true of any thing else and it's been with me my whole life it's been with mm-hmm, me yeah. since like before i was even inside of my my mom right yeah, like yeah. that i was created in a petri dish and mm-hmm. it's some, yeah that's one <laughs> petri, petri dish i like how we just all know oh no 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 we're drinking that mm-hmm. we're... <laughs> and and yeah so like so when i th- when i think about that yeah it just it seems like the precautionary principle can apply to everybody except for us, except for donor conceived people, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like there's other obviously there's there's a ton in the medical industry that has been horrifying. And like, if you know, mm-hmm. medical history at all, um, 
a lot of folks get mistreated by the medical of by the medical what? industry. We're not I know, that. I know, yeah. this is really shocking news what? to you all. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's it's just like another example of like okay, so like why does the precautionary principle apply to everybody in this equation except for the donor conceived person who was by the way the only person who did not consent to be part of this yeah okay can i throw this out too because i this is yeah. a question i get all the time it's a mm -hmm. comment and i would love to hear your reaction mm -hmm. whenever i say that saying like everybody else had a say signed the contract this mm -hmm. was all so intentional beforehand the donor conceived person is the person without say who is affected the most by the donor conception mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the reaction i get a lot when i say that is they're like well no one decides to be born no i one knew what you were going to, be, to say before you no said one it besides that so like how is that different so what would be your reaction to uh, i are we having some filios rachel no, just like, that was a filio face no, that you just were like, just making and i just would love to hear because i react to that a lot and i would love to hear a different react like i'd love to hear somebody else's reaction to no it. my first thought was i was so depressed in middle school i didn't give a shit yeah, you're like no i didn't ask to be born like, and i, I didn't, didn't want to be here to, i mean even before i knew my donors i was like i really didn't ask to be here Sometimes I like look at my situation. I'm like, I really didn't ask for this. Yeah. I, okay. So I think that there's like, like nobody asks to be born, and like obviously the human yeah. existence is traumatic, and like we're going into that later. Yeah. 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 So so like you know, let's let's like get on the same page about that. I mean, so like look, all that is true, right? We live on a rock that has fucking snakes. It is traumatic it's, to be yeah. here. Okay? It's hard to be alive. It's very expensive to be alive right yeah. now. No Have one's you having seen bugs. <laughs> Have you seen mosquitoes? What the fuck is this shit here? Yeah. Exactly. No one wants to be here. No. Number one let's just get that out we live in a place that hails yeah There's i mean i ice balls I that don't. fall from the sky <laughs> i don't anymore but anyway okay, uh, well you live in a place but okay i live in a place where the ground shakes and say. the there's fire smoke that makes mm. you living. live on a place that just goes on fire yeah every yeah, once yeah. in a while like, yeah so the human so the yeah, human, human existence, existence is tough and the the counter that i would have to people who are like nobody mm -hmm. asks to be born it's like okay but like some people are, are like before you're even born, like you're signing this uh, imaginary being who will one day not be an imaginary being mm -hmm. up for like. Are you not imaginary? I, no, actually, I am an apparition. <laughs> Fuck, I knew it. <laughs> Is this like a Truman Show thing? <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm just actually in a complicated illusion that um, AI made for you. I'm so God sorry. Damn it. God damn it, AI. I'm so Rachel, sorry. Rachel, I depended on you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll get another sibling tomorrow. <laughs> just pick one of them. I mean, yeah. you have, a, you have so Just many. start rolling through just them. Just pick yeah. up one, one of the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, back. is this when we, we should uh, call, we, we should say hi to your twin? Yeah, I'll say hi to my twin. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, ben. <laughs> he, I mean, I want to be like, he wishes he could be here, but I'm like, he's up in Albany. He couldn't get down here fast enough, and you don't have enough chairs. We, we we will make it work. I tell you what, Ben, if you want to come on the podcast, I will make it fucking work. All right? If you want to come on, I would love to hear it. It's also okay if you don't because I know he's a quiet person. Uh, <laughs> it's a, there's a lot of different, I will say, like, We're so very I, different. We are very which different. I, think is fun. I met I met all of the siblings with the exception of one mm -hmm. in the span of two, two days. 24 hours. Yeah. yeah, it was why. Or 48. I was met them over Labor Day weekend last yeah. year. Um, I guess, okay, so we got down this road because we were talking about yeah, what, what... When people sorry. are like, well, no one asked you to be here. Yeah. yeah. So And then you were saying... Yeah, um, I, I just, like, I don't think that signing somebody up, like, for a traumatic... Like, the the creating trauma for that person literally in the way they were created mm -hmm. to me feels so... Like, there's ways to minimize it. It feels so deeply unnecessary. I'm mm -hmm. like, they're gonna... like. There was it's enough an else. It's, yeah. Yeah. There was an intention behind Very, it. It's intentional it's purchasing. An intentional. And that's always the thing that I always tell people. I'm like, one, 
Yeah, but how many births involve a multi-billion dollar industry right. profiting mm-hmm. off of your literal creation? Mm-hmm. I'm like, one, that's a huge difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is that to me changes everything. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that all of it was intentional. Yeah. Like yeah. you yeah, like yes. Very intentional. Very too. intentional. Many people are brought into this world in traumatic circumstances. Yes. And I will not deny this. Uh, in the least bit, this was intentional. Mm-hmm. That does change it a lot. Yeah. And this is... I kind of want to drink to that because I feel like we're doing that. You were so wanted, but you were worse. so wanted. Uh, and mom and dad, I love you. I, I know love how you, much, mom and dad. I know I how you. much you wanted me. I it's know, just, I'm know, sick of I know, I know, <laughs> I'm I know. sick of hearing that you were so wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We were so wanted. But um, uh, it took three years to make me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, and um, very expensive baby. Mm-hmm. But... um. I joke that I'm like I'm slowly making back all the money they spent <gasps> to get me through all of my stand-up and comedy. I and joke about that it. I'm a really good ROI for my parents because I got my masters and so did my twin. And so I'm like, look, we're a great return on investment for you guys. I mean, I would like to say that I'm a I'm I'm maybe You're not a, good a great ROI. I'm maybe not a great financial ROI because like I said, I do I do work I've worked in the public sector a lot and like we all know um how how that's compensated mm-hmm. and um what? but you 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 have fairly good benefits. I have great benefits. I, and benefits. I, I love... And a master's. And I do... I do all have three a, of us have master's. We all have master's degrees. We're yes. very nerds. Yes, very nerds. I, I love my job. I love where I work. I won't say where that is. But um, yeah. but yes, I wouldn't say that it's a good... <laughs> oh, like can a you... Oh, ROI. sorry. ADHD moment. Whoa! Okay, whoa! <laughs> can you actually comment on that? Cause, sorry, because this, this brought up something that we brought up at the bar. Yeah. When, um, when people... Because you were saying it makes you uncomfortable when people compliment you yes can you oh, yeah. talk yeah. about that because you're talking you about also how feel all... that or is that more me yeah it was more you but you also were talking about like how all of you have like master's degrees you all are expressing very smart you're all expressing some i mean we were sort of joking that we were like oh donor can see people are really hot and we were like yes when you think about so it backhanded fucking compliment i mean look we are but also really really broken beyond that i'm like <laughs> What was it? I was like, I feel weird and people are like, oh, your eyes are really pretty mm. or your hair is really nice. Or you have nice legs. And I'm like, were these traits that my parents picked out specifically from my donors? They were, it, it was, you were complimenting things that were specifically purchased. Yes. And it makes me so uncomfortable. It's Well, it's very, it, it, it's like, um... Uh, it, it, it feels like a little too much of a tip of the hat to the, like, yes, eugenics. I feel like, a des- I mean, like, you know, the term designer babies also use. And so I'm oh, like, yeah. it seems like they're complimenting the designer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is this? Do you feel this way? I guess I I don't think about it as much. I think mm-hmm. I so I didn't know. I prior... mean, you can place some of your traits as someone who raised you. So that's more of <laughs> it's my true. thing. It's where I'm true. like, because all of my traits, everything for you, every it's more of that. Where I'm like, nothing totally to me feels that. original. Yeah, Ooh, that's, that's rough. sorry. That's a, no, nothing that... about myself feels original. I, 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 but I think that that is, but this is specifically why yeah. when, when we do start really doing the academic studies mm-hmm. on long-term side effects of donor conception, yeah. why somebody who's double donor conceived mm-hmm. re- and yeah. really needs to be studied because yeah. I do think that you are the, because mm-hmm. there's so much about you that can really relate to the baby designer. 
And I, I feel like a designer baby. Yeah. I mean, I am a designer baby. You are a Which designer. is, ugh, you know, just, I feel so uncomfortable with that concept. Like I said, like I mean, when I was walking around, eugenics. I'm like, I feel Yeah, it's because it's, I mean, like, so you, designer eugenics. baby is a euphemism, in my opinion. For eugenics. For eugenics. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I guess I feel less uncomfortable mm-hmm. when people, I felt less uncomfortable when people would compliment certain traits of mine because mm-hmm. I, like, didn't know prior to yeah. last mm-hmm. year that, ha- so... I resemble our genetic, our shared genetic parent. Mm-hmm. Um, you so much. I love my God. Yeah. 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 I I showed. We're we're not going to show the photo, but no. like you you shared with me the photo of like of you next to your. Um, genetic parent mm-hmm. is that is that how yeah I know we, we got down this road uh, yeah I and think that's that's what that's what she you, yeah that's yeah. what she also said that she feels comfortable with I always say bio mom for shorthand because if it's I'm quicker it, it's quicker but like this isn't to also like I I don't want to dismiss what your um what your genetic parents wishes are yeah um I will say as as always and like um I'm I'm I I don't know her I don't remember her name right now I'm just gonna we'll for, say it later we'll we'll say well we're, we're not, I'm on, gonna, the I'm gonna not call, on the podcast I, I'm gonna call you I'm gonna call you Morgan right now okay yeah. we're just her name's not Morgan right no. now. no okay Morgan <laughs> I'm gonna call her Morgan right now um we're gonna call you Morgan and it's like and this isn't to dismiss Morgan it's not to dismiss your feelings whatsoever but for me. The donor can see people have the smallest amount of agency. Yes. We are constantly told how we should feel. Yep. It is everybody's feelings before ours. Yep. So I appreciate and totally understand why Morgan is like, I don't feel comfortable <clears throat> being called mom by anyone else besides like the, ch- like, I get that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. but right now I'm interested in what you specifically as Alex, as a donor conceived person, not worrying about anybody else's feelings. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> So I, I'm sorry, Morgan. I am, <laughs> but I. This is. I. I am putting forward donor conceived feelings first before yes. anyone else. And Which you know what? It's important for advocacy. It it's is. True. And I do think it is important for advocacy, <clears throat> and it, it, it is the thing. And I forget. I believe. I want to. Uh, I. I really don't want to credit. I, I really hope this is correct. This is correct. But I believe that it was Aaron Jackson who said this. And I. And I really hope that this was correct. But Aaron Jackson, I believe, said, "Who's? Um, I mean, when we when we talk about." Someone who is spearheaded donor conceived rights. Mm-hmm. We, 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 you can't not say Aaron Jackson's name, mm-hmm. who is like, you know, uh, we are donor conceived, who mm-hmm. headed those surveys yeah. and everything. Like, we, we owe Aaron Jackson so much. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Jackson, I believe, was the one who said that donor conceived people are, I'm going to totally butcher this and I apologize, Aaron, but essentially said something of the lines of donor conceived people are expected to put everyone else's feelings before them. You just named so much of my childhood trauma. And I believe, and again, I, if this wasn't Aaron, I feel so bad, but I'm pretty fucking sure this was Aaron. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I believe, um, and Aaron, if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry, uh, and uh, said, like, we are expected to put everyone else's needs before them. Mm-hmm. We did not choose this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They chose this. Yeah. That's the other part. And we have to put our feelings, our feelings matter. Mm-hmm. And we cannot, we no longer can, we, 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 we no longer can shortchange ourselves yeah. mm-hmm. for the comforts of others on mm-hmm. a decision that they made. Yeah. So again, Morgan, I am so sorry, but what do you want to call? Yeah. So I, I feel pretty so we we had a conversation mm-hmm. with her about this um after Rachel went on the podcast last time and it's so cute because like she has her she calls us like the the french the plural vous 
um, which yeah. is really cute. Mm-hmm. What and is that? Uh, so, f- oh, like French. V-O-U-S. It's just like the plural just, for, for you. Yeah, it's cute. like a French y'all. Yeah. And and um, her husband calls us the huevos, which I also think is so sweet. I think okay, it's that's the funniest thing. It's so cute. Yeah. He The first time I met him, um, he, he like, I went to their house last year, and he greeted me, and he says, hola, hueva. And I thought... <laughs> and that's actually really cute. I thought it was the sweetest thing ever, and I'm pretty sure that he was, like, specifically told not to do that because it was, like... <laughs> It was like embarrassing or whatever, and I was like, "No, oh, no, this is—he's wonderful." I was like, "This is so sweet." Yeah. Um, and it just like you know, and such this is a- Morgan's husband. husband. Yes. I, I have to say, I appreciate this the the fact that because so many times the donors' partners, mm-hmm. um, husband, wife, partner, yeah. is like the one who is like, "You will not speak to them," right? And the fact yeah. that like. The fact that he was welcoming and sweet—that yeah. oh, really so is nice. very touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because that's. That is rare. By the way, I know it's really warm in here. I'm going to open up the door really yeah. fast. So keep talking. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, good. I'm like, I'm only I know it because is, I'm wearing like a it is quite warm. sweaty thing. Um, we're going yeah. to open up the door. Appreciate <laughs> it. No, I would say, so I would say that. Ventilation. That Yay. I feel, I feel pretty. I don't want to overcook the eggs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> don't want to soft Bye. boil or hard boiled. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You know, we, you're yes. done, Laura. You're done. I hate this. Um, so, so I would say that like, I yeah. feel, I, I feel like um, linguistically we're, mm-hmm. we, we just kind of don't have the right words for it because mm. like I don't particularly like any of the terms that exist already which mm-hmm. is like kind of how, why we created our own cutesy little ones yeah um I feel really passionately about not calling her my donor because, because she, she did not donate anything to me Legit. and that to that is the only thing that I feel strongly about mm-hmm. um and as long as we're not calling her that I'm okay with with like Legit. And yeah. and like be, because I really care about our relationship, like, yeah. and that's to me like that is put it, like putting my own needs first. Actually, is like supporting the building I of our relationship. I want your needs first. Yeah. yeah, but I also like just to remind all the listeners, like, I listening to like all the donor conceived people that we've had on here, mm-hmm. you can kind of hear like the vast array of mm-hmm. what really speaks to donor conceived people. Yeah, and I think that that's just. And hearing your reasoning behind it, like, that is so legitimate. Like, mm-hmm. I totally feel that. Um, now, I personally don't share that. I'm more than fine calling my biological father, my like, the donor. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But I totally hear that, and that's so legitimate yeah. to mm-hmm. me. And I, and but this is why you cannot put your own shit on to donor-conceived people. Yeah. Because we all have very... Di- and especially, I do think our own experiences with um, the biological parents, the donors, mm-hmm. is all very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe my maybe how I refer to my the donor in my case would be different is if I did have a familial, if I had a relationship with him, mm-hmm. maybe that would change. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of a dick, so I'm like, mm. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Donor, yeah. Right. He was the seller. Ugh. Right, yeah. And, and for me, like, the the... There's there's certain thing and it's so funny. Like my therapist is definitely going to listen to this. She's wonderful. She shout out to both of our therapists. Yeah, shout out to both of this podcast. Hi, yes. <laughs> uh, sh- uh, can, can I should I name them something? I already named first mine. names. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine's Susan. Mine's Hi, Susan. Susan. <laughs> Susan and Amy. Hi, Amy. 
Um, so she's Wait, Amy br- brings you cookies, right? No, that was the <laughs> autism doctor. Autism doctor. God damn it. Sorry. I, and I have to schedule up my yeah, follow-up do. appointment. Oh, good. I'm, yes. No, because I had my initial consultation. <gasps> we will talk about that later. Yes, Are you uh, going to get a cookie, too? I would love a cookie. Okay. I mean, really, I'm going for the fucking cookies, let's be honest. That's I mean, not like, what I recommend them, you I know? hope they give you a cookie whether or whether, whether you do or, not, or do not yeah. screen for autism. But I, I, yeah. I am. Well, I'm whatever gonna, you're screening for. I'm screening for ADHD and autism. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's a fun time, isn't it? It's a fun time and would answer a lot of questions. <laughs> and we, we talked about, like, I was like, I've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't think that's all there. I think we got some other things cooking in there oh, that are yeah. rattling around. Comorbid. That's what it's called. Comorbid. Comorbid. Like, multiple yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Was I telling you about mm-hmm. that? Where I was like, I feel weird being comorbid because it's like autism and ADHD and depression and anxiety and asthma. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's so funny. Like, we were talking again about, mm-hmm. um, and this is something that, like, I just have a lot of innate curiosity about medical research. And <laughs> I think that like it's it's hard to to draw any conclusions based on like there's there's a couple of big Facebook groups for donor conceived people mm-hmm. and for, for families that are like in a number of different families. By the way, if there's any donor conceived people who are listening who are like, <gasps> yes. I don't what what do you mean big Facebook? What's groups? a community? What 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 do you mean? Like how can I get it? If you want those, I don't want to like publicly name them yeah. because yeah. I, I want to make sure that like we don't have like random Yahoos joining. But they do exist. But they do exist. And if DM you, us, <laughs> D, honestly, you can DM DM me. DM DM I can us, be DM'd. Yeah, and we will point you in the right direction as yep. to where to go. On, um, I yeah. am connected with the USDCC also. So yes! yeah, yeah. So um, we got connections. We uh, know how to help. Uh, also, uh, USDCC, mm-hmm. uh, United States Donor Conceived Council, they mm-hmm. are um, a, a group of donor conceived people, recipient parents, donors, mm-hmm. uh, wonderful, wonderful people who write legislation mm-hmm. for donor conceived people. They're just so great and wonderful. Mm-hmm. I fully support them with my, my whole heart and yep. being. Um, if Again, you, not spawn. We just you, love them. If, yes, no, not sponsored. Uh, I mean, they're a nonprofit organization. Yeah. Uh, they obvi- And... Um, Specifically, if you are looking in this holiday season mm-hmm. to maybe make a donation of some sort, I would really love to suggest that you donate to them. Yep. Uh, I would also love to do a shout out to DNA Angels. Yes. Yes. Uh, 100% yes, yes, yes. DNA Angels. Who's another nonprofit agency who helps people find their biological parents, whether you're an adoptee, NPE, or a donor conceived person. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find biological parents, um, they believe that they, like it doesn't matter what your financial situation is. They are like, we will help you find your, mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also help find siblings. Yep. Um, they've helped me out personally. I've referred them. They've helped me out with like cases mm. that like we are bringing to the news media like these Ooh. people are fucking legit and yeah. amazing i adore them with my full soul mm-hmm. i talk uh, like i love them yeah but in this holiday season you specifically want to support donor conceived causes mm-hmm. dna angels and usdcc mm-hmm. are two of the best organizations that i i full-heartedly please yep. please go support them um but it's like we're, we're being the donor conceived elders that we want to see in the world. It's like, we yeah, have like, to be. yeah, it's true. And we, right? And I'm, I have to, I feel bad because I'm just like, oh, God. It's like, us. It's us. <laughs> I feel like a ah, superhero, but like a really lame one. <laughs> I actually, we're so. I'm just like, this is my superpower <laughs> and nothing else. Ah, eugenics. <laughs> I always, ah. so, so when, when, when we were yeah. talking about me doing the podcast, like, I had, yeah. I had thought about, like, I, I, this is the first time that I've ever spoken, like, really... I've All of my friends know about this. This is, like, the mm-hmm. coolest party story of 2022. <gasps> cool you party know? story. Oh, cool party story. Oh, fuck. I did. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, chug it. Hang on. I had a, a drip left. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I think... 
I think with that, mm-hmm. what I would love to to switch over to yeah. is because we've now had the drinkage, we yeah, have the drinkage. we've now completed. Uh, I would like Alex for you to <laughs> go into detail on your discovery of you being donor conceived, yes. finding your genetic your your uh, genetic parent by yeah. mom. I would love for you to go into it because. It's fun. It is I like fun. it. And I, I also just, I love, I, I love, I don't know if that's the right uh, descriptor, but I, I do enjoy hearing how people find out mm-hmm. how they were donor conceived because all of our journeys are so fucking weird and oh, yeah. different with it. And I think it's important for us all to hear that they're all goddamn weird and wacky. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, and like no two stories are alike. No, no, it's, no. But there's a lot in common. Like yes. when you went, when you were first describing it to me, I was like, oh my God, me too. Yeah. And it was, it was a common, like there is a lot of commonality. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, so take it away. <laughs> you talk, I drink. You, yeah, exactly. We're, we're gonna sit and drink things. <laughs> yeah. I know when when so when I when Story I first <laughs> when I first met up with Laura um, after her comedy show, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do the uh, like. Did you I know make the you song? Laugh? You did. Okay. You did make me no laugh. No pressure. <laughs> I just want to like make sure that like I mean you know. I, I thought it was. I don't see a lot of comedy. I don't watch a lot of comedy, yeah. and I really enjoyed your set. So it was great. Yeah. Um, very topical for us yeah. too. <laughs> I, I it was fun because like obviously I knew you two were coming to the show, yeah. and it was an audience. And I, I, I went. I obviously was like, all right, I'm gonna do my fucking donor conception set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was like a, a few, and like I literally told the audience because it was a smaller audience, and I was like, all right, assholes, look, listen. I'm like, I've got two donor conceived people right there. All right, listen. These jokes are for them. These jokes are for fucking them. I don't give a shit. None of you get these jokes. I don't give a shit. Oh, we were dying. Well, and we were- I was. And there was like there were like three emergency room doctors in there too, and so they're like they they like fully understand like what that means. And then I yeah. think like the other couples were just like, "What, what is going what the on?" Fuck is- and I was like, and I was like, we are having an inside baseball moment right mm-hmm. here, and you all are welcome to join us on our yeah. journey. Come on in, it is mm-hmm. your choice. And I'm like, I'll do some fucking little crowd work shit to like make you all laugh and shit. But they are my people. I appreciate I you. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. You're great. I, it's my favorite thing when I get donor can see people in the audience. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't give up. Uh, and it, it's that, and it, that's my yeah. favorite thing yeah, yeah. is when I, I get to do, I get to do my stand up for donor can see people. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite thing. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. It, is, it is genuinely my favorite thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You guys also saw my, my Catholic set of when I also went into my Catholic trauma. I also love doing that for former Catholics <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just like, yes. Yeah, there was like that one, the one, the of the one emerg- Catholic, <laughs> and it was just me and him looking at each other, going like, "Ha!" <laughs> I game recognized game. Game. I'm like, game "How's the self loathing going?" Mm, yes. Story time. Okay, story, story time. time. Story anyway. time. So, um, yeah. So my whole story is that uh, from I would say like when I was about five, like when you start going to school and seeing your friends and their families together, mm-hmm. I was just like. Ooh, interesting. Like, mm, it's kind of weird that I don't really, um, this, <laughs> I don't really feel like my family looks like the other families, and mm-hmm. that's compounded by the fact that Do I do you not look like your raised mom, mm, your raising mom. I think so. I would say that I look enough like both of my raising parents. My dad, my is you know also my mm-hmm. genetic biological dad. Just to remind everybody, you are egg donor, conceived. egg donor conceived. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my mom gestated me, birthed me, like mm-hmm. breastfed me, all of that. Okay. But but we're not genetically related. <clears throat> and I don't so. want to like downplay that because a lot of people, I don't oh, want to yeah. like that's huge. Like the, like growing yeah. the child, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, because and and the reason I I, I want to take a little pause is because a lot of people who I would say who are in your mom's position. Um, really um, feel like that isn't enough. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, she did so. I mean, like, I, I, and it's like, and 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 the reason, like, I I, I want to like sort of like 
sort of like flag that a little bit mm-hmm. is um is for like the epigenetics purposes because right now the fertility industry really pushes epigenetics onto what's that oh it's the difference between so epigenetics is the idea that to put it in kind layman's of like terms, layman's please. terms is that um there's environmental factors or other factors mm, nature beyond, versus nurture well it's beyond the genes that affect the way that genes are expressed so so that um like there's like the thrifty phenotype so there's an idea that like certain people are more prone to store um to store energy fat um based on uh like being in times of famine and so they are more likely to express that gene than mm-hmm. other people so it gets triggered more easily but they're not always going to express that gene so that's that's all to say that and yes in in um in simple to understand terms is that like the way that genes are expressed isn't consistent across all environments and so like you could have mm-hmm. and and genes are complicated it's usually like not one gene uh, determined and we're still yeah. learning about genetics yes. mm-hmm. but what's been happening is the fertility industry has co- sort of co-opted that mm-hmm. and so for like i would say moms like your mom who mm-hmm. carried you your 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 um your raising mom yeah. mm-hmm. what they tell your raising mom is going like you're carrying the baby mm. your baby is absorbing we your... talked about this last time yes, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like so and what they've sort of used that as is a way to go like um is, is it okay if i touch your face yeah, for just a second yeah. oh, I always say, they, I they, the that. fertility industry kind of is like you're a genetic parent you're I have makeup on. I should have told you that. <laughs> I didn't Smear. even know that. <laughs> you're good. I just wanted to be like, what's on my hair? Your, your skin is also extremely soft. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I compliment I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No compliments. <laughs> I don't know who that came from. I'm to so be sorry. no, to be fair, I think that your soft skin comes from a very, a very regimented skincare routine. I have no skin care. <laughs> I was trying to give you an out. I really appreciate that, but I have absolutely no skin care. Your skin felt like skin. <laughs> it felt like skin. It you know was very skin. My, you know who my skin is from? I don't. Oh, Rachel, no. Anyway, uh, anyway, but anyway, the reason I want to I yeah. want to say it is yeah. because so the fertility industry sort of uses epigenetics as a way to tell um um a lot of the the gestational carriers mm. if that's going to be um, typically like a the social mom yeah, who yeah, might yeah. be carrying a egg donor conceived child mm-hmm. be like but you're so, you're you're a genetic parent because of epigenetics look at all the science mm. like look how much impact you're gonna have and. What ends up happening is later down the line, as donor conceived advocates, we have to sit down with those parents and go, You're not a genetic parent. Mm-hmm. Right. And because they genuinely are convinced, yeah. I carried this child. We are genetically I, linked. It is, I am genetically linked. I am. And it, mm-hmm. and the thing is about it, like, and and for me, it's very heartbreaking to hear because it's like, you fucking carried this kid. That's you grew enough. them. You birthed them. That's enough. That's fucking huge. Dianu. Dianu, man. Di- I'm like, add that. Yeah, Dianu. That's, <laughs> That's fucking huge. Yeah. You did that. It doesn't need more right. to mm-hmm. make you more important. Right. And all it also does is imbue the fact of how important genetics are to you. Yeah. All it does is kind of unfortunately prove what we are like we're, we're uh, how am i trying to say this it mm. like it helps prove the point that like there that the, the genetic connection is important like if you are yes. saying t- if you're trying to assuage the mm-hmm. dna doesn't matter yeah you're saying it's important but not to you 
And it's like, and, and here's the thing. DNA does matter and DNA doesn't matter. Yep. Both are true. Both yep. are very equally validly true. Yep. So for me, when I hear... When I hear it, it, it's it's always like I I want to like really empower gestational the the just the gestational car, carrier sorry the um, the the, uh, the the gestational ca- who met or that social parent mm-hmm. who is carrying the child it's like what you did is huge mm-hmm. yes like you don't need to make it more important like mm-hmm. let that be and if you mm-hmm. color it with something that is not true that is not helping you nor the child. No, it's mm-hmm. like it's like a little like fantasy fairy tale. And like if if my mom did a I'm I'm on 23 and me. If my mom did a 23 and me test, we would not come no. up yeah. in each other's results. There mm-hmm. was no exchange of DNA mm-hmm. between us when Were you told that I was Were never told like, that. No, okay. I was I was too, I was too Some dark and some people are. Yeah. yeah, it was me. My science teacher in like middle school and high school. I asked my bio teacher. So I was like, "Surely you understand pregnancy." And I don't shut up. I had no other option. <laughs> I went to rural New York, okay? My <laughs> options were limited. So I went to my bio teachers and I was like, look, when you like have a baby and the baby's in you, you don't exchange blood. You don't exchange anything. And they're like, but you do. I mean, your blood like flows together through, like my no. mom's blood was what was like, was helping grow me because it flows through the placenta. But yeah, like, but you're not, I was not, like, my I mean, cells not do not have it. her, yeah, you're not yeah. absorbing I, her I blood. Mean, yes, I mean, that's like, what they were stuck on. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, no. I mean, like, it, it's not going to, you are, you are not going to be a genetic parent, mm-hmm. but that, like, you're a parent. They, uh, but, but obviously, what, what, what you are eating, their, de- their, their blood and everything absolutely does fuel and help grow. And that's huge and that's big. And like, let's not like downplay that significant importance. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I also, like, I, and, but I also, I, I want to empower those parents to like you don't need to make it more than what it is right exactly it already is incredible and Mm -hmm. amazing and to me like the and and i i hate to sound so like super like i'm not not superficial but like cheesy but it's like pregnancy is incredible exactly Mm -hmm. like the fact that you did that is incredible like you are a fucking superhero Mm -hmm. like we don't need to downplay that yeah um here i I was gonna show you this is i know this is not for but that's my those are my my parents they're very cute they're um, very, very cute. But yeah, you I can totally like you Yeah. I would not immediately connect you and your mom. Like if I saw you two walking down the street, it would not immediately connect. Yeah. Right. So that's where where it is. Yeah. And like same like my dad and I we all, you know, we're we're all at least part Jewish. And I think like we all look enough alike that it wasn't like this is for sure, you know, not right. But yeah, I definitely had a feeling right. where I was like, ooh, this is like you know, I was like, that's so weird that, like, I can, like, look at my friends and understand, like, parts of them that, that mm-hmm. came from their parents. And it's compounded by the fact that I have a half-sister from my mom's first marriage. So she's, my dad is her stepdad. We share a mom. And she has a dad. And that is I've known. Is that half-sister biologically related to your mom? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, And she's... 12 and a half years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in like a semi blended family. She lived with us. She was right. Ra- she, you know, is my sister. We were not raised as half sisters. She's mm-hmm. my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that she had her own dad. Like this was not a, I don't remember learning about that part of her. Um, and so that was just kind of always a fact. So I like, I knew that like I had a non traditional family structure from the mm-hmm. beginning. Again, this was the 90s. So like, you know, 
not not quite as as many non-traditional families as we see now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I started going to school and I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. So strange. And then when I was 12, I had my tonsils and adenoids out and I got my blood typed. Mm. And I can only imagine that I, at that point, was very curious mm-hmm. and like very sus. You know, I, I definitely knew something was up because I got a copy of my, this is like, what um I got a copy of my post-op report and again I'm 12 I'm in seventh grade and read it (laughs) what a nerd what a nerd and I looked at my and again I must have known that something why would I have asked this question um I I looked at my blood type and I saw what type it was and I asked my what's your blood type I think it's a are you a positive I don't know if I'm positive or negative but I know that Ben and I are both a something so yeah so so I knew that it wasn't O which is the relevant information here so my and I asked my dad I asked my mom what's your blood type and she said O and I asked my dad what's your blood type and he said I'm O and at that point in my yep. little science curriculum, I had known, I, mm-hmm. I knew that, that that O is a recessive mm-hmm. trait and that it's not possible for two O parents to have an A child. And I do want to just point this out. Mm-hmm. This is where a lot of donor conceived people figure it out. Because I've spoken. Science class. It is uh, honestly. Pun and squares. No, no because I've spoken to donor conceived people who are, mm-hmm. who have red hair. And mm-hmm. neither of their parents do. Yep. And they and they figure it out in biology class yeah. when they're starting to study recessive yep. genes. Yep. This is where a lot of donor yep. see people figure it out. It's and all middle school. It's yeah, and yes. it's it's a tough yeah. time to begin with, right? Because you're 12 and like oh, you God, know, yeah. you're so going the blood types is where a lot of people figure yeah. it out. It's mm-hmm. like because the blood types don't fucking lie. Yeah. And it is very. This is a common thing that I hear from donor conceived people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like there's there were other things like I'm much lighter colored than my parents, so mm-hmm. I have hazel ish eyes and lighter brown hair mm-hmm. and very very pale skin, and my parents are much tanner than I am. I was I think like our skin type is like we we the three of white. us. Yeah, white. I mean, super white. This I, is me tan. <laughs> I refer to our skin. Sk- yeah, I'm like flip. Yeah, no, my I I jokingly refer to my skin type as cadaver, cadaver, <laughs> yeah. or my Ooh. Crayola color is ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. And this is this is definitely me tan because I, I spend a lot of time outside. I live in California. Um, and yeah, so so I was already sus. I was like, that's you know. But eye color can be as a complicated, it's like a mm-hmm. multi-gene expression, but blood type is not complicated. And mm-hmm. so I'm 12. It's 2004, and that my first thought is I, I was switched at birth. I was like, there's no other explanation for this. I thought I was switched at birth as well. Yeah. I, I was because for me, I saw the pictures of my mom pregnant. Yes. Mm. And I saw the pictures of her, like she has pictures of like, like right after post-birth. Yeah. So I was like, I knew I wasn't adopted, yeah. mm-hmm. but I was like something, that I, I was like, am I switched at birth? Like I knew something was up. And I do Ooh. think that again, Donor can see I, and it's not everybody. Some yeah. donor can see people are genuinely shocked, and mm-hmm. I don't want to like downplay that. Oh, no. But there is so many donor can see people who swear they're like, I knew something was up. I was switched. I yep. was adopted. Mm-hmm. I was maybe my parent had an affair. Yeah, like they know something is up. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I never thought that like my parents are very devoted to each other, and they've they've now been together for I think about forty years, and Cute. it never once. Amazing. I know, that, and yeah, shout out to my parents. They're wonderful. Shout out parents. Love you guys. <laughs> um, and never once did it in this whole time did it occur to me that one of them had been unfaithful and i had seen that's good. yeah it's great it's that's like wonderful delightful. wonderful yeah. yeah so it really speaks to a testament to their marriage and their mm-hmm. partnership um and they so 
I had seen, like you, I had seen photos of my mom pregnant with me. I had seen photos of me, like, you know, bright red just out of the womb. Mm -hmm. And then we had a ton of photos for me in the hospital. And I had this one baby album, and it has Peter Rabbit on the front. It's his baby <sighs> book on it. And, like, it, like I, I've, I've looked at it since. Um, but I used to, at night after my parents went to sleep sit there and look at photos i would like take them out of the sleeves, the little sleeves. and look yeah. at photos of me like fresh out the womb versus like three days into the hospital and say like when did it happen i was so how I mean, old were you it was between the ages of 12 and 18 i was doing this regularly and that like i think about how often i looked at that album like after my parents had gone to sleep and i've, I've told them this since then so again this isn't a surprise to mm -hmm. them and we've talked about a lot yeah. of this but like that was to like have that preoccupation through those years where it's mm -hmm. so they're such identity forming years yeah. and, to, and on they're top formative of, years i was gonna say really you formative. were a child i was literally a child you were a child and on top of that for whatever reason like i felt like i had to keep this a secret mm. from my parents because i i like I knew that something was wrong, but I was. It's a crazy accusation to make. Or yeah. It was a huge thing to act, but you know something is off. Yeah, and I knew that I wasn't at you least one of their kids, and I assumed that it that I wasn't either of their kids. Oh. So for me, it wasn't like I I grew up thinking that my you know like I was one of their biological children, and so I you know a, aligned myself with with my dad, who is you know my genetic parent. Um, it was like I thought that I wasn't related to either of them. Mm -hmm. And so I was I was moving through the world under that assumption, again, mm -hmm. from the ages of 12 to 18, which which are six really big years. It's and very traumatic to do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a tough way to navigate. Formative years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, there's reasons why, like, we have therapists who, like, specialize in trauma of those years. Yeah. yeah. Because that's I why mean, I've been in therapy since the age of 12. I mean, again, Honestly, shout out to Susan. Yeah, like. shout out to Susan and Amy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Amy's known me since age of 11. Thank you, Amy. I, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, there's, like, if I think about the trauma that was, like, some of the most impactful trauma, yeah, mm -hmm. between those ages. Yeah. Yeah. And Facts. I, yeah, because those are some fucking weird years. I mean, puberty, right? Like, we yeah, were talking yeah. weird years. We were talking about, like, how being, like, not related to my mom during puberty really showed. Yes. Did you have that? I do have that, yeah. My, my mom and my sister definitely had, like, similar experiences going through puberty, and they were yeah. really different from mine. Yeah. And I think that, like, there there's, like, little things where I'm like, oh, my God, I wish that, like, a parent had known how to handle this. And, like, for mm -hmm. me, the, the kind of lighthearted funny one is that, like, my mom did not know how to handle my hair. Um, because my yeah. mom does not have this this hair I, literally i mean right now my because of again trauma my mm -hmm. hair is st straightened essentially <laughs> um but my hair is I, not as you have a little bit more of a structured curl yeah. Yeah. than i do my hair's a little bit more i would say frizzy mm. but i had the same problem i was the only one with that hair texture within mm -hmm. my family and that was extremely i would say Again, I've been traumatized. I, I it's don't a weird let thing my to hair, think about, though, unless I, you're in this situation. It is, and I know it sounds so stupid, but it was like I was bullied for my hair. Oh, not just um, and it was a like my hair was a topic of conversation in my family all the fucking time. Oh, wow! All, because everyone in my family has perfectly pin straight Ooh. hair. Mm. I was the only, only one, one with anything. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. So, so, like, I had, like, very close to your hair, mm -hmm. a little bit more, but so, like, it was brushed out constantly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, like, I would say that that the embracing of curls is, like, also just topically more common now than it was it in the, like, the 90s was, it like, is. a time of, and like, I love everything. Seeing that. Me mm -hmm. too. I'm not there yet within my trauma. I'm like not there yet. I'll take I'll take you to the right. 
yeah. Oh, actually, no. I need to go to the right I mean, I love the person who styles my hair, but it's like I should try. But it's like, ooh, that that is when you're ready, Laura. I got you. I mean, Laura with any form of body dysmorphia is like. Oh, I drink to that if I had anything. (laughs) That one, and I I consider the hair with the body dysmorphia as well. Hair's a part of your body. It's a part of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's where we're 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 hitting the. uh, Not to trigger everybody here, but like, but that's that's that that hits the eating disorders. Yeah, it's like blah blah. But you're hitting all my anyway. Anyway, yeah. So so we were all depressed during puberty. Yeah. So so I I wouldn't even say that I was depressed. I was just like confused. I was I was preoccupied with with this, and it was not. Not something that I thought about every single day, but it is something that was like sitting simmering under the surface mm-hmm. for six years. And I don't think I told I think I told maybe like my best friend mm-hmm. about this and really nobody else except for my um my high school AP bio teacher. Shout out to Miss Merrill. Um, hi, Miss Merrill. Hi, Miss Merrill. Um, so I and she'll come. She'll come back later in mm-hmm. the story. But we, I, you know, had my seventh grade bio revelation with blood types, mm-hmm. and then took bio in ninth grade. And, and you just kind of sat with that. I sat with that, yeah, and I didn't say anything to my parents because I was like, this is going to literally rip my family apart. Like I yep. am, I'm my parents' only child, right? And I was like, I'm, I cannot drop this bomb so like you that. as a 12 year old as a 12 year old you are like i because you have um the blood type proof <laughs> and you're like i was switched at birth i and you're holding on to this to protect your parents yes oh that's heavy for a 12 year old yes like you are act i want to hug her inner child like, i know inner children hug I, you know but honestly i do want to like point out the fact that so many donor conceived people actively make choices like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. to protect their parents. I, I, It always drives me crazy when everybody's like, you fucking donor-conceived people. You want to only talk, you only want to get money from your donors. You just want to create trauma. Yeah. So many fucking people. I know. All, I think it's nuts. I've, okay. Maybe, that's another drink. That's another drink. But it's like, also, I have never heard genuinely of a donor-conceived person finding out their donor-conceived actively trying to track down their donor for money. Never. I've never... Now, maybe that has happened. Maybe that has. If it has, it's an all-flyer. It is. Yeah, it's definitely an outlier. Yeah. yeah. We would have... Heard, I've genuinely never... In any of the groups that we belong into, mm-hmm. that's never come into question. And I know anybody from our groups would be mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah what do you... you what's yeah, what's your aim here? Go, what you, go... Don't fucking do that. Yeah, if you're going to hit anybody up, hit up like the fertility industry. Like, I've yeah. never heard of that. Uh, uh, of that, of that no, happening. I but don't know it, where they get that from. Anyway, I do think yeah. that, but I, again, it speaks to because all I really genuinely know of donor conceived people is genuinely on the whole trying to be as compassionate as possible to their families mm-hmm. and being like, I am going to take the weight of this yes. on so that my parents don't feel bad. Yes, mm-hmm. I, fe- I hear that the most out of anything. Mm-hmm. So with that, <laughs> I just want donor conceived people like you're fucking heard, you're valid, you're yes. seen. We're gonna help shoulder it. We're gonna yeah, yes. yeah. It's a burden yeah. that we all get to shoulder now, and like yeah. we all get to shoulder. Yeah, so please continue so, on your venture. So yeah. I say to my, so I like hadn't brought it up in like recent memory, I guess. And then I said to, we were doing blood typing as a unit in AP Bio, and I said to my bio teacher, and she was like, she's very cool. She's like the cool teacher. Everybody mm, loves her. I love that. Yeah, and and I was like, Miss Merrill, you will never. But this is so freaking crazy. But like this thing happened when I was twelve, where like I'm type A, and my parents are both. Oh, isn't that wild? And. She's just like, LOL, you're probably adopted because she knew that I wasn't. She knew that I wasn't. Um, and mm-hmm. and she and 
you know, just like it was like a throwaway comment. And I was like, ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> so funny. Like she had no idea what she did. <laughs> she had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say to the to the to the teachers out there, be careful with that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be careful. There's way more about that I think you think they're I, I mean, know. yeah, no, like if students come to you and are like, something's weird with my Punnett square or my DNA. Be handle that carefully. I mean, she, yeah, yeah. like to be fair, like she, uh, like how do you, you know, anyway. You don't, and at the same, like, there's no way, like I, I don't fault her because I think like I it, it's now become much more like we are now becoming more, much more aware. Yeah. But like when you were in there, it was like no one would have like that wasn't a thing. No, 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 absolutely no. not. Um, and so like, so you know, I'm, I'm like vibing through senior year of high school. I graduate. I'm getting ready. To, I went to, again, I'm a huge nerd. I went to college the summer before my freshman year to take mm-hmm. some classes to get ahead. I love that um, for you. Yeah. I love that. I love it so much. <laughs> and instead of like staying home and partying with my friends, I was like, no, I'm going to go do school. Um, and so I took a, I signed up, I moved up to Massachusetts where I went to school and I signed up to take a class called genetics, ethics, and the law, which was being taught by an amazing professor. Um, and she was again like very very cool it was a pretty casual environment um and the first lesson that we were learning was about assisted reproductive technology and the legal implications around it the ethics around it mm. and i was like wow i sorry. love that that class existed i, I know i know oh my God. yeah yeah so the school that i went to had um had an experimental college that taught like a lot of interdisciplinary classes yeah. and Ooh. it's also a very civically minded ethically mm-hmm. minded school so Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so I am in this class and I go up to her. I was like, I'm going home this weekend. And my mom had, was was pretty old when she had me. Um, I'm just going to ask her about it. Like, <gasps> so interesting. I bet she had to use fertility drugs. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, yeah, totally. Report back. And I was like, great. So I... So I <laughs> How old were you again? 18. 18. So I, this okay. is like, this After is my first time. six years. Yeah, so it's been six years. That. Yeah. Okay. So I go home. I'm, you know, home for, for a long weekend. And um, I'm, of course, I, I think a lot of people will relate to this regardless of like whether it's donor conceived stuff or other stuff. We're in the car. Mm. I was told in the car as well. <laughs> car confessional. Car confessional. I do car confessionals. I don't receive car confessionals. No, this was, this was. Oh, you thought I came out to my parents. Was in the car? Were yeah. you driving or passing? My mom was driving on the highway, and I was like, hey, mom, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I love that for you. I'm Wait, like, mom, you did that on the highway? Yeah. <laughs> no. You got to do that in a place where they can park. <laughs> Rich is like, I'm not giving her I'm the I'm not option. giving her the opportunity. Yeah. Well, so, so we so we were, were we were in the car. We were not on the highway. Were we were in a highway. place that we could I park. I love that, by the way, so much. <laughs> Yeah. So. I also think, uh, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I think, um, do you all follow drag queens? Yeah. Trixie Mattel? Yes. I do know of Trixie Mattel. Trixie, I think, came out to her brother in the car. That's uh, cute, yeah. I think as well. Car confessionals. Car confessionals. As, as being also in the passenger seat. If I, if I remember yeah. her story correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, You I don't believe... drive when you'd confess. No. And car confessionals... No, that seems, like, dangerous. That's what I'm saying. You gotta do it as a passenger. Car confessional is great because you um, can't... The person can't leave, and also, like, you can't make eye contact. <laughs> so they're it's trapped. Like, they're trapped. They have to hear you out. They trapped, but as somebody who um, hates, who, who who can't do eye contact, mm-hmm. again, we're working on the as someone who, I was going to say, <laughs> as someone who is autistic and cannot do eye contact. Okay, I have a question for you, because mm. for me, with eye contact, it, it's 
overstimulating. I, was... I mean, I'm trying right now really hard to do eye contact with both of you, but it hurts. It oh. physically hurts. I mean, have to make here's my thing. We don't have to make eye contact if it makes you uncomfortable, number one. Number two. I try two... really hard because I know that that's a polite thing to do with, like, society. I don't care. But, like, it, it, it physically hurts me. I have been yelled at by people to look at them in the eyes when I talk to them. And mm-hmm. then I also took communications classes in undergrad. So I was taught nonverbal communication, which I joke is a masking class. And so... <laughs> <laughs> I literally so just got taught how to connect non-verbally with people. Wait, that's so funny. This I'm... is a communications class at New Paltz. I a needed that I took class. Inter- I took two. I took interpersonal and non-verbal communication, wow. and I got 100 in both. Wow. And then I was like, yes, I did great at communicating. <laughs> I'm not autistic. <laughs> a plus. Oh, my God. <laughs> that should have been That should have been the first time. <laughs> You being like a plus and not being. <laughs> but so I mean, go I, your thing. So wait, you go home. You're in the okay. car with your mom. You so, we need to do yes. this. I know, I know. It's really, really Jeremy Birming. I, I love the car confessionals because I don't have to make eye contact. Yeah. I'm like, I am, I am just like doing so well in this. I can look at the sky. Yeah. This is amazing. This doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me, yeah, so as the, as the resident, I get the resident non-autistic person. I'm, I'm still like, I don't. You're under well, the I mean, umbrella. Not yeah, not official, not, not official. official. Yeah, but I'm 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 in the process. You're on the way. I'm. The train has left. No I'm kidding. Has, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, well, I mean, I would say I'm like 99 percent sure about the ADHD, and mm. I'm like 75 percent about the autism. Yeah, I'm pretty like that. That's I where you. I fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I thought I was. I I remember going to my mom. I want to say 10 years ago going, mm-hmm. Mom, I'm pretty sure I'm autistic. I mm-hmm. need to get... Like, this was this has been rattling this around. This is a long my, thing. This has been a long yeah, yeah. Not thing. just, like, TikTok telling you. I will say TikTok did go, like, I think the ADHD is <sighs> yeah. real, but the autism yeah. has been there before pre-TikTok. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Where yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty fucking sure about this one. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Anyway. Again, ADHD. So, sorry. So, yeah, so we're in the car, and I think this is going to be a lighthearted conversation. I, like, actually, I don't think I anticipated that we were, like, going to open up this can of worms, but I say to my mom, I was like, hey, mom, you were, like, in your mid-40s when you had me. Um, (laughs) Did you have to use fertility drugs? And I had, like, never asked her this before, I guess, Mm -hmm. which is, like, kind of wild because I I was, like, very precocious. I was, Mm -hmm. my parents used to call me a smart Alec, and I would say, no, I'm a smart Alex. And (laughs) I I didn't, like, I didn't You're like so I didn't even cute. That is really cute. Yeah. yeah. I'm a smart Alex. Yeah, which is like the war- like I was like that, such a little chick. Like yes. I was just like I'm you know, I was very precocious. Um and- I okay, that should be the merch. <laughs> I'm a smart Alex. I'm not a smart Alec, I'm, I'm a smart, smart Alex. Alex. <laughs> that's, that's my personal brand. Um <laughs> That is your brand. Unfortunately for everyone around me, that, that is, is your brand. Brand. <laughs> That's your production company, Smart yeah. Alex. Smart yeah. Alex. Yeah. Um, right. So, so yeah, so we're in the car. I ask her that. And she's like, she she kind of like was doing the thing where you're like trying to pay attention to the road, but like also kind of like look over. Mm. And she's like, yes, of course I did. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, I will never forget this, like verbatim. She goes, any other questions? And I said, I don't know. Should there be? And that is where we are cutting the episode. Part two will be available next Wednesday. I'm so sorry to leave you all on a cliffhanger, but I had to save some more juicy stuff for part two. Thank you again so much for listening to Insemination. Please like, share, repost. I don't know. Do all the things with the podcast. It really helps us out. Uh, Please follow me on social media at Laura High Five. Uh, Send in your questions. Who do you want to hear from on Insemination? Who have 
I missed. We've got so many amazing episodes coming up, but I want to hear from you all as to who you want to hear from. Let's get the answers that you all need. Let's get the interviewees that you all want. Uh, Thank you again. My name is Laura High. This turkey baster baby is signing off.